The Urbanist is brought to you in association with the Department of Culture and Tourism, Abu Dhabi. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is a beacon of hope and inspiration. A catalyst to spark growth and collaboration with museums and experiences, where art and science and nature and technology coexist. The belief of Abu Dhabi that culture is the backbone of our society. Stay tuned for a special episode of the show, in which you can hear His Excellency Mohammed Khalifa Al-Mubarak explain exactly why and how Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is the perfect place to collaborate, create, and innovate. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi, proud partner of The Urbanist on Monocle Radio. Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck, and you're listening to Tool Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. We're in Quito to see how a new swathe of skyscrapers by a collection of international star architects is changing the skyline of the Ecuadorian capital and having social and structural consequences for the city too. Monocle's Lucinda Elliott casts her eyes to the skies to find out more. Quito is in a moment of flux. The capital of Ecuador, home to over 2 million people and nestled in the foothills of the Andes, is experiencing rapid growth in the form of a population boom and an investment in its infrastructure and public transport. The city's valley, some 2,850 metres above sea level that sits on the equator, has limited how the city has been able to expand. When I first visited Quito a little over a decade ago, The international airport had just been transferred out of town. For decades, aircraft had landed near the city's central park, with the slopes of an active volcano to one side and a line of mountains to the other. This intrepid way of landing had limited the height of buildings in the surrounding area to 16 floors. Once moved to a more suitable and, well, safer location 20 miles east, developers could start considering moving up with new regulations that today allow buildings of up to 40 storeys. One local developer who's been at the forefront of this change to Quito's skyline is Joseph Schwarzkopf and his family-run firm. Yeah, we're just finishing uh, two projects. Uh, they're in the central park of the city called Carolina. First project's called Icon, Icon with a Q, uh, because of Quito. We use the Q because of uh, the city of Quito. We want to brand the projects with the queues so they can have a relation between each other and, uh, and have a relationship with the city too. Icon is a project designed by Jar Gingles, by Big. It's a very interesting project. It's a concrete sculpture at the end. It has these elements in the facade that uh, are these big planters that you can integrate the park with the building. So it becomes this modern structure of concrete having all these trees from the park going up and, um, and fulfilling at the end the tallest building in the city. So at the end, you have a modern building having the characteristics of the park that's in front and respecting a lot the public spaces and, and the modernity of all the new city of Quito. I asked how he actually managed to convince some of these big international names to come to Ecuador. I think we're, we're at the end, uh, passionate of design. The company started as an architectural company. 
design is in our DNA. And with great modern architecture, you can do spectacular pieces maintaining that and being unique. You know, uh, you don't need to have buildings the same as Miami or New York here. You, you need to have really modern buildings, beautiful design, but with some touch of our culture. And we call it uh, tropicalizar. Quito has a strong architectural heritage. The colonial old town was the first to be granted cultural status by UNESCO back in 1978, something that lives on. During the recent building of a metro station in Plaza San Francisco, every single paving stone in the square was removed and then replaced by hand to ensure that the old town was preserved. Levels of care that are rare on this young continent. Architect and magazine director Romulo Moya has documented the city's changing landscape for four decades. From his studio, he explained how, unlike other Latin American cities, Quito has transformed at its own pace, with fewer architectural interventions, that means this latest construction boom is for the first time forcing residents to really question how the city is going to look and connect. Quito is, is como for many years, and up until recently, Quito was an island in the Andes, stuck in time. That isn't to say that there weren't several sizable architectural interventions, but there haven't been ones that have made a mark on the capital. Unlike in other major cities, where there have been waves of migration and therefore changes to the design and different influences, Quito hasn't quite experienced this. That's why Quito has kept its historic center, it's the biggest of its kind in Latin America and impeccably preserved. And this has given the city its identity and an identity across everything. It has been a reference for all city dwellers, further reiterated by its cultural heritage status. That strong colonial identity, together with perhaps its more traditional, tight-knit society, has made it harder for modern designs to settle in. Having visited again, it feels like today the city is laying the tracks for where it sees itself in the future. And though there will be disagreements about how to do it, there's optimism about the city's potential for change. You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by Lucinda Elliott and produced and edited by David Stevens. Remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers.